So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay here. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 139 for March 3rd. 11th 2018 my name is nathan reenspruth and joining me today we have connor the cyberpunk monk bash i don't even want to be here anymore he was scolding us like just seconds ago man it's a really crappy way really crappy way to start a podcast i just want to say that i'm really nice i'm nice to both of you and we have andrew aroa mcfain here nathan is not nice he never does anything nice for anybody what that is? I, a- I don't. I don't, don't want to say that. He actually is a pretty quality. He guy. doesn't ever send me games for free in the mail or anything. No, nope, never. Just, never do he, I do ne- that. He negs people because if he, if he, he, I honestly think he thinks that if the people in his life have self worth, they'll find better people. It's true. And that's <laughs> where I think Reeton's okay. You know, you sent me that one that text earlier this week, and I legitimately was like, "Man, am I gonna have to find a new podcast?" guest because connor sounds like he's gonna kill himself it was a little sappy but i, I heard <laughs> that you got stood up and i was like he could probably use a word of approval well the, the good thing is she she didn't stand me up she just postponed it to the next day and then we went right the next right, day and right. Had fun. I, I assume the worst because i'm me and and to be fair i've been stood up before there was one girl who she would make plans with me and then on the day that we would make plans she would let her phone die and take a nap and then yeah, that's, she, uh, that's she, definitely not just the excuse she used. Yeah, exactly. And then hours later, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep and my phone died." And I was like, "Yeah, let's not talk. That'd be great." So, do you guys know what's really fun on this tech podcast? Is talking about personal lives. Oh, we're gonna talk um, about relationship stuff here in just a minute too. Once we get into um, the stories, and I know, I know, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting really myself ready bucks. for it. Yeah, that's how that's how we're gonna make the big bucks on this podcast. So anyway, is this gonna be the episode that really you know shows off that that M for mature tag that we have? Yes. So we have to ask you what games you've been playing before we get on to any of the stories. Oh, Roa, what games have you been playing this week? Um, I just been playing some more near Automata. Um, that's pretty much pretty much it. When- have been playing games. I uh, I didn't do a whole lot of game playing this week, honestly. Why not? As the other things distracted me. I have um every once in a while been playing a puzzle game called Cipher. That is uh, it's the least gamey puzzle game that I've ever played, probably. What? Because it's literally just a series of cryptographic ciphers oh okay and how so is that i mean it's it's cool it's fun if you like cryptography yeah i do well that's good uh, it's uh, it introduces you to different types of cryptography the first one being steganography because it's pretty much the to grasp yeah it's it's literally just like if you've ever if you've ever seen word like the the puzzles that are like to like a series of four pictures and you have to to interpret what the series of four pictures mean whenever you combine them together kind of thing I describe those right right uh, is my voice cutting out yeah a little bit yes yeah just a little bit huh I wonder why that is thing. 
I don't know. But uh, yeah. turn turn your uh, your sensitivity down. Down. Or or whatever. Turn it down in uh Oh the, in Discord. In Discord, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that was Yeah, let's put it there. That works. Yeah, I remember um, when we had it when we first tried it and it was set to automatically detect and then it messed up all the time. Yeah, yeah like I, I think I, I I just I don't know. I, I had it turned up too much. But yeah, uh the steganography thing I had no trouble with, but then it gets into transposition ciphers. And I understand what transposition ciphers are, but good God, trying to decipher them is incredibly difficult. And yeah, I imagine that it ends up going into like like veneer ciphers and stuff like that. That'll uh, I'm hoping that the final puzzle is trying to break the uh, the Enigma cipher. That'll be pretty cool. Oh, okay, that's that's neat. That's neat. Yep, it's a, it's an incredibly nerdy game. Well, and then you have uh, you have a new game called The Inpatient to play on VR. That I do. I, which, I will. Which is awesome because the PlayStation VR actually works. It it does. Yes, yeah, it does. I mean, what what are you what are you saying? What PC VR works just fine. We'll we'll talk about it later. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I I'm see what you're talking about. Foreshadowing. Now. That's what I'm uh, doing. So, Connor, what games have you been playing? What game are you playing literally right now? I'm not playing anything right now. Thank you oh, very he, much for noticing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I will. I will thank you for noticing and accepting that. Uh, <laughs> I've been. I, let me. I, let me. Let me just uh, take a minute here to shit on some old games, if that's all right with you guys. Uh, as I've been talking, I've been playing Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age, and this is my first like my real give it a honest go try of it i I played the game at friends houses like picking up their progress from their places i understood how the classes and everything worked but now that i'm giving it my go with my party i'm incredibly over leveled and i'm incredibly bored like i uh, i just i don't feel this game the way that other people tell me that they feel it it's just it's it's an open world and it's an expansive world and it is pretty at times, but I am so bored traveling. I usually just end up hitting the uh, the fast forward button and mindlessly dredging my way down for it feels like you know almost hours at a time. I I'm sorry, I just I'm not I'm not 14 anymore. I can't play games in long spurts. I got I an hour or two a day to play, and it just it's wasted when I play Final Fantasy 12. I feel like that was the first game that they switched to trying to get away from like turn based combat, and I did not like it. It just plays like an MMO. Yeah, yeah, and- it, pl- it plays like an MMO, and I, I don't really, I don't play MMOs anymore. I don't like MMOs anymore. Well, and and the fact that, uh, what was it like when you summon? I didn't like the way the summons worked. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, I've only got a couple summons, but they, I rarely use them. I feel like yeah. maybe if I used them more, I'd like them more. They're just- kind of, they're kind of useless. I, I don't like not having my party with me anymore unless my summoner is my healer, which is not the case. Yeah, it's it's not a very good summoning system, but a lot of people really do like the game. Again, I don't really get it, just like Connor doesn't, but I don't think it's a terrible game. I just don't think it's that good. Yeah, it's it's also Final Fantasy twelve. It's it's had its time in the market. Yeah, and it's uh, it's let's be fair, okay. it's not Final Fantasy nine, so it's not the best. Well, I, because it's based off of tactics, which is a personal favorite of mine, I was really hoping for more. 
I thought the class system was going to be just like the class system in tactics with an MMO world. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. But hey, I guess Connor's destined to be sad forever. That's okay. We're okay with that. I've also been playing Middle Earth Shadow of War. And again, this is just, it takes me 30 minutes to boot it up, get to a fort I haven't captured yet, capture it, and then decide I'm done for the day. I feel like this game is becoming the next Tomb Raider for me. And oh, yeah? I feel like I said this probably a hundred episodes of the Reaton Entertainment podcast, something like that. But Tomb Raider gets so boring. It's like a chore. It's, you know, I haven't beat the story yet. I paid for the game. I'm going to finish it, but I, I don't look forward to it. There are times while I'm playing this video game where I think to myself, I'd rather be doing something else. And I usually am. Thank goodness for two screens. I can watch Star Trek while I'm playing this boring game, you know? Yeah. I just, I wish games, they're, they're boring. They're grind fest. When, didn't we learn from Castlevania, uh, Super Castlevania, Castlevania, Simon Quest, that that shit was not going to be tolerated anymore? Right, right. Yeah, anyway. I, uh, I like Super Castlevania. That game's good. Super Castlevania is great. I, yeah. I made a mistake. Anyways, yeah, uh, about Castlevania 2? Castlevania 2 is what I meant. That's Simon Quest, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the one I meant. Okay. Um, Rocksmith 2014, I've been playing a lot of that still. I still have a lot of blast times with it. I'm going to keep on talking about that until I die on the cast, though. Yeah, you still uh, have to I'm record also... us a new theme song. Uh, effort. One day, I am also going to talk about how I've been playing the Kirby demo on the Switch. Have I you keep been? on picking it up and replaying it, because golly gee willikers, I love Kirby so much. It's good. I don't... It's good. It is easy. I don't think it's I'm... easy games. Uh, they are easy games, uh, and I don't think I'm going to pick it up Pick up um, uh, right when it releases. I'm going to wait for it to get on a sale or something like that. But this game rubs me in the same way that uh, Crystal Shards rubbed me. The, uh-huh. the, 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 the way that you can combine abilities, it, it offers a lot of clever ways to puzzles. I'm happy now, because you, it's, I'm happy be, you because used it, that wording. It, it didn't sound bad at all. Yeah, I'm sure you won't you know, edit that and make it the new podcast opening without my consent. Uh, I like it because, I mean, even though it is a demo and it is kind of baby mode, it's enjoyable. It's all, beautiful to look at, and although it's simple, it is fun. All Kirby games are baby mode. Yeah, but I love them. Yeah, they're good. I, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I'm just saying that they're usually pretty easy games. Right, intentionally. That's their yeah, target demographic. Exactly. So let me get on to what I'm talking about if you're done. Or what I'm, uh, what I'm I mean, I'm week, sure I could done. find something else to talk about, but you want, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The games I played this week. What did I play on Monday and Tuesday? I can't even remember. Um, but I did play some Splatoon 2 on the Switch. And it's good. I actually plopped down the money and finally got a Pro Controller for the Switch. And yeah, I got one. I like it. Yeah. yeah, I need to do that still. They're really good. Um, I was I I was mad because the day after I did that, eBay had that twenty percent off sale on everything on the site, and I was like, I could have got a pro controller for way cheaper. But oh well, I ended up getting a three D printer off of there rather than a pro controller. You jerk. Yeah, I'm a jerk. I'm a terrible, terrible human being. I'm sorry, Connor. Um. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's Splatoon 2. I really enjoy that game. I played some Persona 5 as well. That game I really enjoy as well. Both of the games are, are really good. You should get both of them, Connor. You should buy uh you should buy a PlayStation 4 and get Persona. How about I don't? 
Okay, don't do hey, that then. Hey, you work at Sony. Uh, you should keep your ear low to the ground to people being like, man, this this PlayStation 4 is no longer in use. It sure would be a shame if it conveniently fell in someone's lap. Because no. if a video game system shows up at, a house, at my house, I'll play it. Seriously, I'll do it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, no, uh, unfortunately, I am not a full-time employee, so I don't get access to the store. Well, so. I I hope you have great success in your 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 video game career. Me, hired. Me too. You have a happy life. That's me what I hope too. for you. So let's move on to some stories. Uh, let's why, talk. Why do people listen to this? It's so boring. Let's talk about Bumble banning guns. Yes. Uh, this article is pretty hilarious, actually. So Bumble uh, is. Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bumble is a dating app. It's much like Tinder. So it's all, you go on your phone, you swipe right to like somebody, you swipe left to not like somebody. Um, the unique thing, quote, is that Bumble actually forces the woman to talk to you first. So say you actually do match with somebody, you can't message them, Connor. I can't message them. The woman has to message first. So... See- that would explain. I downloaded, I tried it, and no one messaged. Yeah, it all makes sense now. Exactly. It's also less popular than Tinder. Way less popular. But yeah, I've, I've, uh, I don't know anybody that's that's heard of this. This is less prominent than than hud, hud, Huddle Huggle. I don't know what it's called. That's probably even worse than Bumble. But anyway, uh, I've I've spoken to a couple people on Bumble. Never actually met with anyone. But I do notice that it's a lot less uh, body. Like, there's a lot less bots on Bumble than there are on, like, Tinder or Plenty of Fish. So that's nice. But also, who's going to make bots for, you know, the 58th platform for dating? So, they are changing their stance on profile pictures. They will not show... uh, They'll not allow profile pictures if they have guns in them. So I've noticed, especially in the area I live in, which is really small, small town area, is that there will be people that will show like them dressed up in camo holding a gun all the time. Like, and I don't get it. And so Bumble is banning those profiles. Well, those pictures, not the profiles. So my question to you guys is, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Do you think they should be able to? I mean, obviously, it's their, it's their platform. They can do whatever they want. But do you think it's right of them to ban those pictures? Or do you think that they should um, be able to keep those pictures up? Well, I personally am for the least amount of people procreating possible. The less breeding that happens, the less spawning of people that occurs, I think the better we will be off as a people. So any sort of removal of people on dating sites, I think it's a good idea. Anything, I mean, if we want to just remove everything from dating sites, that'll be a good step in the right direction too. But obviously we're not going to have that happen. Okay. And uh, Roa, what's your, what's your idea on this? Uh, Well, I mean, I agree with Connor, but I also think that um, this is, this is one, a good way to get their, their dating app into somewhat of a public eye considering hardly anybody knows it exists uh it's it's a good way to do that with it being a hot topic the whole you know gun thing yeah uh, but I, I think it's fair sure I and mean, it, it it's honestly kind of unnerving 
to see somebody who's like presenting themselves as having a weapon as part of their identity. It's just odd. So, so I'm actually going to throw a curveball and say that I'm against this move from Bumble. Is it, is it just because you're basically telling people how they're allowed to express themselves? No, it's because I know to swipe left if I see somebody with a gun in their profile. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, see, so the problem is you, <laughs> you know that. Other people don't know that. That's true. But Well, it, yeah, I, I, can, I can get that, that, that. The way that it was before, you knew that they were retarded from the <laughs> moment you saw them. Yeah. Now they're forced to hide that, which kind of goes along with some things that I that I think otherwise, like uh, like with the sexuality, uh, how we we censor people's expression of their own sexuality online, and all that's really doing is just repressing it and making them express it either in other more unhealthy ways or just keep it inside, which then just causes them mental issues. So, yeah. in a way, yeah, I guess all this is probably going to do in the long run, uh, at least for these individuals, is just make them leave the app and be yeah. upset that they're being that they're being stepped on. Which, you think about it, that's kind of why we ended up with uh, with Trump in office, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I still can't hear that without letting out a sigh. Um, <laughs> just like. Uh... I think things also, are bad. Things things have been bad. Yes. Thanks. I would also like to point out um this no name dating site is competent enough to hire 5000 contractors to go through every single profile picture to to make sure that they're all, you know, not containing a gun or a knife. <laughs> but yet YouTube but yet YouTube <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew that was coming. Can't be bothered to hire their own army of contractor workers to do a similar thing. That's why they made YouTube heroes. Uh, right. Just have <laughs> the people curate our stuff for us. That'll not go poorly at all. Well, why don't you tell me what you don't want to have get money anymore? Yes. Uh so let's move on. So there's that's one form of I'm I'm sure the people who who have guns in their profiles are going to call censorship on that, right? Like I I can see somebody so being like, oh, they're trying to censor me, so I don't show my guns, and it's like, okay, that's that's whatever, man. But Netflix is adding in parental; they're adding their own censorship in a way that is allowing parents to censor what their children see. And what they're going to be able to do is is ban their children from watching certain uh, TV shows or movies on Netflix. And I I know that we probably don't care because, you know, we're old enough to watch whatever we want. And kids will be mad because they'll be like, well, I'm old enough. I can stand it. But I, I'm on the favor of Netflix here. I think that they should have better parental controls where you can control what your children watch. The only yeah, I, the the only problem honestly and some of my listeners might not agree with this is the the super christian people. Because I have a friend who he was unable to watch Pokemon because it taught about evolution. 
Yeah, I've so, heard that same story from other people too. Yeah, like which is always mind blowing to me. Yeah, I'm like, dude, they're they're that's what you're getting mad at. You're not getting mad at the like dog fighting aspect of it, like <laughs> taking your pets and being like battle each other. Not that's he just didn't approve of this product, and it ain't all right for me. The the fact that there's a ten year old who's like, all right, mom, see ya. I'm gonna go battle Pokemon for the rest of my life. By the way, he's still ten years old. I think he may be eleven now. It's been twenty years. He's still ten years old. Yes. Yeah. He's speaking my of age. thinking, uh, I haven't thought about you know Pokemon protagonists in probably ten years either. Yeah. No. Yeah. The closest I ever get is like I see a Misty cosplayer or something, and you're like, oh yeah. And then it's like <laughs> it's toilet time. <laughs> That's oh, bad. Um. So yeah, they had a content blocking system in before. What they're doing now is they're adding a little bit of, of nuance onto it. So if the parent is okay with blood and guts, but they're not okay with Pokemon, they can block Pokemon, but allow them to watch the Hellraiser series. You know, because that's that's what you can do. I mean, so, I think that's a good idea, really. Yeah. I think. I mean, what if you what if you don't want your kid uh, to watch? Uh, what is it? What was that? That dog movie where the dog was beaten? Cujo? I don't know. No, no, no. It's it was like a family friendly movie, but then it turned out that behind the scenes, the dog was abused constantly. Oh, that's not. Book. That is not good at all. No. Ah, uh, I don't know what movie that is, purpose. but I'm I'm super sad now. Yeah, it was yeah, a, do- it was a dog's well. purpose. Yeah, he's this he's this nice uh, nice German Shepherd doggy, I think. And yeah, they they there was a there's a scene of him. He's he's supposed to be saving somebody like in the water or something like that. And they just and the throw him almost, into the water. Yeah, basically. And the dog is like scared and trying to crawl out, and they they just keep like pushing him. That's not cool. I would. If I was on that movie, I, w- I don't think I could do it. Yeah, there's there's uh, there was a lot of outcry about it, and people people boycotted the film, if I remember right. Even yeah, it sounds pretty appropriate. Yeah, yeah, I I mean, I remember people people boycotted uh, Dogma when it came out because it was making fun of religion, and yeah. uh, so Kevin Smith boycotted. Oh the, right, the, yeah, because yeah. he thought it was hilarious. So. Um, let's talk about some more censorship or actually the lack thereof. Um, Washington, uh, we've spoken about it before, net neutrality quite a bit, and we are all on board net neutrality. We think it's great. Uh, however, it's been taken away by, uh, Pai and the FCC because they are, uh, what's the technical word? Assholes. That's what they are. Yeah. That seems like the formal terminology. Yeah. And corporate shills. I think that's another word. So. Washington State has decided that they are going to pass their own bill, which is uh, net neutrality. So they are making it so that basically companies like Comcast or Verizon cannot uh, limit speed to specific websites. So they are the first in what I presume is going to be many, many states incorporating their own net neutrality bill. I would not be surprised if uh, Oregon or California was next. Because we are typically Those liberal places states. usually are awesome, yeah. 
Yeah, we're I'm, liberal states. I'm kind of surprised that California hasn't done it already. Yeah, I mean, they they still got to work on the the three million illegal voters that they have there. Yeah, or something like that. What? The, let me. I'm going to go off track here, but when when Trump was elected president, they said there were a bunch of illegal voters, and that's why he won California. And I'm and they're like, oh yeah, the the Democrats allowed a bunch of people illegally to vote in California, and that's why they won by 3 million, 4 million votes. And I was just like, okay, why would the Democratic Party say, okay, we're already going to win California. Let's not put illegal voters in places like Wisconsin or Ohio. We're not going to put those illegal voters there so that we can rig the polls. We're going to put them in California and that's what we're going to do. We're not going to put them anywhere else. That just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, Oregon is probably going to be next, if not California. Uh, what other liberal states do you think would pass something like a net neutrality bill? Texas? <laughs> and I, I could see... Um, You're an idiot, Connor. <laughs> I could almost see Illinois doing it, actually. Yeah, Illinois uh, wouldn't be bad. Or at least, or at least pushing for it and then it failing. But I can see yeah. it showing up at least. Yeah, and it's. I mean, we've almost got legal weed. Yeah, we do. We do have legal. I could go uh, to a different city and buy weed because they don't allow. It's illegal to have a pot shop in the town that I live in. Because your town is stupid. Yes, because my town is stupid. That is exactly correct. But. Uh, hopefully, at some point, they will change their stance. I don't, bu- I don't smoke pot, but I think that it was stupid because they shut down the pot store that was here, and so now everyone just has to travel to Madras to to get it. And it's just like, okay, great. Now you're just taking the money out of the city and putting it somewhere else. Well, maybe if they weren't busy smoking the devil's lettuce, these wouldn't be problems that we could be having. We yeah, could invest that money in schools and I don't know government facilities. The devil's lettuce. Yes. It'll make people, I don't know, happy and, like, lethargic. Not want to shoot up schools. <laughs> Let's I, not I talk about that. I have a weird suspicion. Let's not talk yeah. about that. But on the other end, so we have Washington, who passed a net neutrality bill, which says that they cannot limit the speed to certain websites. And on the other hand, we have Rhode Island, who is trying to pass a bill, which will make you required to pay $20 to watch internet porn. You guys ready for some dystopian future shit or what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so not only... <laughs> Wait, what? I, I, sorry, I just I was looking at this article, and there's, in all caps, slurping all the nut out. <laughs> I think we have our podcast episode for this week. Yes, that is a good name. Um, anyway, basically what they're wanting to do is make it so that you have to pay $20. Even if, so if you buy your internet, uh, you will then go try to go to porn. And it will be like, no, this content is blocked. Until you pay $20 to the state for them to unblock the porn. So they're trying not only to have net neutrality not a thing 
They're trying to make it so that you have to pay $20 to the state to watch porn. And just so you know, the Republicans are the people who want small government. I think. I, I don't know. This bill makes no sense to me. It's a crazy time we live in. Okay. And let me read this paragraph for you. It says, according to New York Mag, NY Mag, Rhode Island State Senators Frank Saccone and Hannah Gallo uh, just to introduce the new law that will require ISPs operating in the state to block sites that feature sexual content or are deemed offensive. The bill is allegedly an attempt to prevent people under the age of 18 from accessing adult content, but for those of age who'd like to enjoy all the sexual content on the internet, uh, if the bill becomes law, they'd have to request, request in writing that the digital block be lifted. So they have to mail in Something that says, please, sir, may I please watch my internet porn? You may have this $20. And um, they have to prove via ID that they were over the age of 18 and fork over a one-time fee of $20 to the state. Uh, Prospective porn watchers would also be subject to written warning enumerating the dangers of making adult content accessible to teens and children yeah, and what, what 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 danger is that exactly they, can, they can we get one of these pamphlets can we can we read it yes probably uh it's not exactly clear what it constitutes as sexual content or if my repeated efforts to google young harrison ford would, would trigger the block and the vagueness would make the bill plenty difficult to enforce should that become law since it's not unheard of for the powers that be to unreasonably unreasonably deem art and other cultural touchstones as smut. Unfortunately, last year's repeal of net neutrality could make it legal for ISPs to block websites and price gouge in the future. While So while Rhode Island's bill might not make it this time around, we could see more of this type of thing in the future. So on one hand, we have a state like Washington, uh, probably Oregon, probably California, probably Illinois, trying to put net neutrality back at the state level. We have states like Rhode Island, probably, as you mentioned earlier, Texas, uh, Florida. Florida just announced that they uh, think of porn as a public health risk. What oh, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> so we have, we have places, yeah. yeah, we have places we're, like those. It's so weird about sexuality and pornography in this country, man. I just, I don't rationalize it. I know, other countries like... In in the European Union, we have like Germany, is the is kind of the opposite. They are a lot more strict about what constitutes as violence in movies, but they care a lot less about like sexual themes in movies, mm-hmm. which I tend to agree with more. I mean, I I don't think that violence uh, of video games or movies causes actual violence, but I would be more on the side of okay, yeah, sexuality exists and keeping people uh kind of contained where you they can't have any access that will hurt them more than just being like hey this is a thing that exists and having like a rational discussion with the the teenager about it but anyway what are your guys' thoughts on this i just think that 
it's going to be bad if we keep on being like, hey, those feelings of sexuality that you're having, keep those bottled up and repressed. Don't talk about them. Hail the flag. Shut the fuck up. Obey authority. All right. Maybe the maybe some of that was a little conspiracy theoristy, but you get my drift. I just yeah. don't like how they're trying to put a price on porn, I guess. Well, and, and you have to remember, um, Ted Cruz, not to get into politics too much, but Ted Cruz did try to ban dildos from texas yeah but you know he's also the zodiac killer you hear that's it, you true hear it on that's the true. entertainment first no you didn't and we heard it from trump first but anyway he tried to ban dildos i think it was you could not own more than six dildos or something like that what a fucking that's a pretty, law. i know I will say that's a pretty generous number and then he came off and said well nobody should should fondle their own genitals or something like that. What 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 fucking what fucking business is it of yours, you fucking train wreck of a human being? Yeah, and his roommate in college, um, at least the guy who claims to be his roommate, said, "I was his roommate in college. I can tell you that that is a fairly new stance he has." <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, let us you see what on. I what I actually think is what happened is uh, I, I think he's bought. I think that was a decision that was made not from him, but for him. And I think it's a shame that petty small no. people have to be the face of our country. That's no. true. How could no, no politicians are paid off. No, <laughs> no, no, it's perfectly bl- legal. Sorry to blow your mind there, buddy. No, no, no. <clears throat> he's turning into Mickey also, Mouse. Also, um, Rhode Island VPN sales gonna go way up if this gets passed. That's true. I I would not be surprised if VPN started coming out and be like, "Hey guys, we have twenty dollars for a year." Because I would do that if I owned a v- if I ran a VPN, or or just be like, "Hey guys, just so you know, there are free VPNs out there that you can utilize if you want to watch all the porn." Or yeah. I know some VPNs. Uh, they require you to pay like, okay, you get like 500 megs free in this VPN, but then you have to pay after the 500 megs. I uh, I would think it would be hilarious if the VPNs came out and were like, all right, we have this, you know, the free free deal is 500 megs. Unless you go to porn, you can have all the porn you want on these VPNs <laughs> <laughs> and not have to pay a dime. That's what I would do. Anyway. Let's move on and actually talk about some gaming stuff. Uh, Is that what we do on this show? I forget uh, sometimes. Occasionally. Occasionally we do that. So I'm trying to to think of what I'm going to say here. A couple weeks ago, and I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but that's okay. Uh, Oculus Rift actually outperformed uh, the HTC Vive. They actually sold more units than the HTC Vive. So they were pretty pretty high up on themselves, which is really, really good for Oculus Rift. Um, the problem is, apparently, they don't work anymore. Oops. Whoopsie. That's a little error. So every single Oculus Rift is non-functional right now. Whoopsies. At least, at least crunch berries. Yeah, apparently, they had a DLL which expired and they didn't think to make it not expire 
And so now they're trying to, you know, get it fixed. I'm not sure. Does do either of you know if it's fixed yet? I haven't. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I, I looked it up uh, before we started the podcast. They got to fix out for it. Oh, good. Actually, uh, when I it says right at the top of the article, after nearly a full day of downtime, the company's issued an official patch. Yeah, more details on how to get the Rift update here. Okay, cool, cool. I heard about this at work, and at that time, I thought that it was saying that all of the Oculuses that were out there on the market now were bricked. So I was <laughs> like, well, rip Oculus, I guess. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that people haven't you know, lost a whole bunch of money on this. But it's still pretty bad to have you know, your release products be bricked because of one silly expired cert, or whatever it was, DLL. Yeah, DLL cert, whatever. I think it's hilarious that that happened. And I would not be surprised if a lot of people go and buy the HTC Vibe because of this. I if, if would also... If they're that. choosing between the two, they'll be like, well, let me get the Vive instead. But I'm also thinking maybe the reason why the Oculus Rift was doing better than the Vive is because people... Well, it's cheaper, but there are, people might also be waiting for the Vive 2 to come out. No, it's just cheaper. Okay. It is $400, I, I really right? I really think that's what it is. Yeah, what? It's 400 and the Vive is 6 Yeah, I think so. Okay. I that, genuinely think that that's what it is. That and Oculus does a lot more effort with uh, marketing than the Vive does. It's almost like they've got Facebook supporting them. Sorry, go on. But yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. Like, o- Oculus just has more advertising push yeah. than, than pretty much any other VR headset. Well, and it got kickstarted. Um, that, was a, that was a big thing of it, What right? It was one of the first Kickstarter projects. Well, it was one of the first like major, like yeah. cool accessory kickstarters. It was it was like Pebble in that way. Yeah. So, but I I just think this is, this is this is insane that that it was even possible. Yeah, a single certificate can destroy like. And okay, it, it was Oculus App Framework DLL. That is so weird. You know what that sounds like to me. Uh, that sounds like saying, hello, welcome to using the Oculus. Please sign into Facebook before this product is usable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Somebody, this is... This what is what else happened. would they have something like this for? <laughs> well, it, it's, it's like, it, this is what happens whenever you, you essentially put DRM into your fucking VR headset for some stupid reason. Did, uh, did the Vive do that too? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Good. The, so there, there are certain games for Oculus Rift that you technically aren't supposed to be able to play on Vive. And you revive but, them. Yeah, and then you just use revive. But under normal circumstances, you wouldn't be able to do that. And there are no games for Vive that explicitly don't work on Oculus for arbitrary reasons, other than you know they're just straight up not compatible because they're full room scale VR experiences or something like that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, you, you don't have that that problem going the other way. Almost like the Oculus Rift is a fucking piece of shit. It kind of is. I'm I'm really excited for the Vive too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. To be honest with you. Yeah. I hope they do some sort of trade-in thing. They are. They are. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's what we were saying on the show. And I, yeah, I want to get. I want to pay the thousand dollars it's going to cost for me to get that wireless dongle. 
Yeah, I, well, I think wireless is going to be the way to go too. I'm uh, not. Probably, I'm not going to. I'm not going to consider it until I can see it in action. But it I think will it probably will be, be around three hundred dollars. That's not bad. I will pay that. They they would be stupid to not do it at around that price because there is already a, a wireless configuration available for three hundred dollars. That's good. That's good. So let's move on. There was a Nintendo Direct this week which was focused on the Switch mainly, but also about the 3DS. And there's a lot of stuff in here that we need to talk about. Um, not not too many surprises, at least from what I'm seeing, but I think it's pretty neat. So, Super Smash Brothers is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Unlike any other podcast, we'll talk about that one first. <laughs> so, what was that? Uh, uh, repeating stuff on podcast. Aroa, Aroa. What was Aroa gonna say? I wasn't gonna say anything. I was, I was just agreeing. Okay, perfect. So, you sure you don't want to do ed- any editing on the show? You not even a little. Oh, okay. Not, not yeah, even a little. Um, everyone knows everyone everywhere is gonna be spying Smash Brothers. In fact, I predict it's gonna be released holiday 2018, and it is going to be a console seller. They will, will probably be. release either a version of the Wii U, or the Wii U, a version of the Switch that comes with. The the long requested D uh, D pad on the Joy Con that'll nope. be like the Smash version, which I don't know. I mean, either that or they'll start revealing different controller types too. I'd like to see that. So well, you have GameCube controllers on your Switch. You, I think that'd be you, you know the Hitler, you can they, do that. Yeah, you can already you can do already that. do that. They yeah, accidentally put it in. Do that. Oh, that's awesome. they that's they great. they uh the GameCube adapter that they released back way back when for the what was it the Wii U right. Mm-hmm. They for some reason they released a patch, and it somehow allowed accidentally for that adapter to start working with your Switch. That's great news. I'm and very happy to hear that. and Nintendo, to their credit, did not remove that. Yeah, which... I I feel like Nintendo's a good company again. I mean, I know they they make their money by reselling products because they know that people are going to buy them once they buy them already once that's how Nintendo do. That's how Nintendo been doing. And I feel like now that they're also in the DLC game, it's going to be how they continue to do. Yeah. And then, uh, let's Splatoon two is getting Octo campaign DLC, which is, I believe a single player campaign for $20. I will Uh, not be purchasing this. It's a single player campaign. And you also, if you finish the campaign, you get to play as an Octoling in multiplayer. Okay, I, I, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Nintendo's DLC thing is very much just if you really like the game, then buy the DLC for it. And yeah, I, I don't. I think it's fine. Yeah, and I don't like do what that they... I do and wait until the DLC with the season pass or the uh, the game with the season pass is the same price as the game is normal because Nintendo's really good about sales now too. Yeah, that suddenly changed this generation. Yeah, which is weird. So yeah, Nintendo. I like that they don't lock you out of any content. Like I remember back when I played Halo Three and I was a po po college kid, and. uh I didn't have the money to buy all the maps. And then I would go to play Halo and they wouldn't let me play ranked because I didn't have all the maps. Yeah. I, I kind of recall that being some bullshit too. Yeah. And I'm sh- I, I'm pretty sure they do the same thing or similar with Call of Duty and stuff. They they 
want to force you to buy the map so that you can play all the content, which upsets me to no end. So yeah, yeah me too. So uh, new details on Mario Tennis Aces. I'm not uh, gonna get this game, but it looks like so much fun. It does. I like I like tennis games. I don't know why, but I do. Um, and you can play as a chain chomp. Chain chomp playing looks like a lot of fun. I mean, I know yeah, I personally would be boo boo's the way to go, but that chain chomp is pretty fire. It is yeah. pretty one hundred. Yeah, um, they're actually getting a release of a newish game, but ugh, I think it's silly. Uh, South Park, the Fractured Butthole, is heading to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Uh, that'll probably be where I play it on. That's Again, pretty once neat. it goes on sale. The best part of it is that somebody from Nintendo had to say butthole on camera. So, that's that's awesome. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy, is also coming to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, this was... fuck, fuck, Ban- fuck Crash Bandicoot, man. What? Yeah, what? fuck, fuck what? Crash Bandicoot. What? I hate those games. What? I don't understand what? why people like those games. What? Hey, hey, Connor, remember when I told you what I told you earlier this week that it was good that you you didn't want to kill yourself? Yeah. Do you have I, different opinions? I, no. I have changed my opinion. <laughs> I just I mean, I'm maybe all of this stems from the fact that although we had a PlayStation in the household growing up, eventually it wasn't the one I played. I wasn't a big Sony fan. The games were kind of boring to me. Crash Bandicoot was one of the few games we had in the house, and I hated it. The camera was awkward and clunky. The controls, although they were solid for the time, in fact, they were great for the time, always seemed very lackluster. Con- Plus, Connor it's a is- game about just going fast, collecting things, and breaking yeah. obstacles. It's it's Sonic with a worse camera. Connor, That's what is- that game is to me. Connor's actually a huge fan of Bubsy 3D. Yeah, Bubsy 3D is the shit. <laughs> no, no. No, no, it is not. I worked for that company, and no. And one so, of my favorite stories is when you were telling the... I'm not sure if I should say that for like... No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I, it has nothing the, to do the with The story the about the guy interviewing you, and he was like one of the creators of Bubsy, or he had Bubsy in his room or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I can I can tell that story. It's it's not NDA-able. So yeah, I walked I, in... Uh, I started talking, and I was just trying to get those words right back in my yeah. mouth. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I, I, I walk into the director of the, the studio that I work at, and... I walk into his office and I see a Bubsy 3D post, like a cardboard cutout in his office. And I just casually mention, I'm like, hey, so why do you have a cardboard cutout of Bubsy 3D? And he's like, oh, that was the first game we made. And I was like, ah, shit. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, it's a great, great place to work. I love it. And uh, they're making some great stuff there. Anyway, let's move on. Captain Toad is coming to the Nintendo Switch and 3DS. Any anybody excited? Anybody? I think it's cool that's coming out for both 3DS and Switch. Yeah, I think that's interesting, and that's um, the only thing I find interesting about it. Uh, uh, you know what's more interesting is that Crash Bandicoot's also coming out on Xbox One and PC. It's true. That's pretty neat. So yeah. let's let's go talk about Captain Captain Toad a little bit. I why? Well, I was actually talking to that girl. I I, I didn't get stood up on. Um, or stood up by, she was talking about Toad, and she said that Toad, his head was his hat. The top part was his hat. Which oh. first, apparently, which in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, he takes it off at some point. Yeah. 
And they have come apparently out. Apparently, those shows aren't canon now. You know, no. talk about ruining my childhood. Yeah, they they came out and said that that was actually wrong, and that that is part of his head now. <laughs> the way they did it is they just looked at a bunch of VHSs of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and they said, "Yeah, that that whole thing was a mistake." It was. It really was. And they have it on Netflix right now. Dude, they I I might actually uh I might watch that like I in the I'm, I'm, I may have watched part of it. Yeah. I uh, I honestly I think I could still recite the Super Mario Brothers Super Show rap by memory. Yeah, it was. I never watched it when I was a kid. Um, it it died. It was only on for like 1989. That's it. It was just like one year. Right. It's 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 older than I am for what it's worth. I was lucky. Yeah. My brother was... had it on a a DVD, like a Mega Man DVD or something like that. Uh, so I watched the same episode a whole bunch, and then. I don't know, like 12 years ago or something like that. I got the the effort enough to find it all for free on YouTube. I was still young enough to enjoy it. It was corny, but God damn it, I love that show. I still enjoy it, and I'm 30 years old. So anyway, Dark Souls is being remastered and will be getting a Switch network test and Solaire Amiibo. Boom. I'm, I'm pretty hyped about the Amiibo. The Amiibo looks awesome. Do, do you both own Amiibos? Uh, I have I one. Own- See, I don't own any Amiibos yet. I have a I, single Amiibo. I have a cabinet with two shelves covered from the, the, every every inch of the shelves are, are just covered in Amiibo. I've seen it. Well, you... I've, I've been there. I you're, saw you're it. Like, you ignored us and didn't come hang out with us, Connor. I had a wedding to go to. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You'll never live it down. Nope. Never. I do genuinely feel bad about it. I looked at my <laughs> schedule and I was like, sweet. Uh, so w- what actually happened is when I was scheduling this out, I went and checked my time off and I was like, I already requested time off for this time. What the hell? And then the light bulb finished turning. <laughs> That's awful. Um, but yeah, so Solar Amiibo looks pretty. It, he's in his praise the sun pose. Yes, that's why I love it. Yeah. And they're uh, they're taking Dark Souls and and doing a network test, which is going to be awesome. Uh, hopefully, it actually works. Uh, WarioWare Gold, Luigi Mansion, Bowser's Inside Story, all three of those were announced for the 3DS. Warrior Undertale, Gold. Undertale. So, yes, WarioWare Gold. Are you excited? Um, I wasn't at first, and then whenever they showed that they were going to have. Uh, stuff from Twisted in there. Then I got pretty hyped. Cool. Uh, Honestly, un- uh, they, they, they kind. Of, I'm, I'm sorry to keep on interrupting you, but I love doing it so much. They are going strong with the 3DS. I'm kind of convinced, or at least I was convinced that maybe I wasn't going to touch my 3DS never ever again. But the the uh, the Detective Pikachu game looks kind of like adorable, funny. I I might enjoy that game a lot. Uh, what the fuck else was coming out? I accidentally moved from the tab where I had all the articles on because I'm a big dumb dummy. There we go. Now I'm back on the podcast. The WarioWare Gold game looks amazing. Uh, Twisted stuff looks fun. The stuff on the original DS, I believe it's going to be on it, looks great. I love that they're bringing Luigi's Mansion back. Uh, the Dark Moon game that they played was pretty rubbish, in my opinion. I mean, yes. it was Luigi's Mansion, but they turned it into like an arcade game. That's, I don't know I, why oh, it's not on the that. Switch. I kind of also agree with that, but yeah. again, it's going to give me a... Re- it's Honestly, it's because they already had the engine. I guarantee you that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's almost definitely it. 
regardless, as long as it's not like the price of a full game, I'll probably end up getting it. Okay, now let's talk about the next part of this article because I'm pretty hyped about it too. Undertale! Hooray. Hooray. (laughs) So Undertale uh, is eventually going to be released on the Switch. How... My my question is this. Undertale's not... It's not like it's a graphically impressive game. Nope. How hard will it be to port it to the Switch? So I'll tell you why. It's hard. It's because the game was originally made in, like, uh, multimedia fusion. It's made in the same engine that Five Nights at Freddy's was made in. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Switch does not handle that engine, believe it or not. Yeah, so the game basically has to be remade from the ground up for every system. Oh, that makes sense. So, why don't they take... Because do they have that game on other systems? I know they have it on PC. But is it out um, for Xbox One? Is it out for... It's, for... it's on Vita, oh, Vita. It's on the PS4. Vita, yeah. It's on the PS4, too? Yeah. Oh, okay. neat. I own it. I, th- I think I got the Vita version, but I might have gotten the PS4 version. I can't remember. I honestly just got... I only got the physical edition for the collector's edition stuff. Yeah. And uh, when are you going to release the rest of your videos on that? Yeah. Aurora. You know, I... I have the raw footage for at least one more episode, and I just never edited it. It's very good. I I watched your uh, Doki Doki Literature Club stuff. Yeah. Finished it. Um, I still have to watch some of your Danganronpa stuff, but you should do Undertale because I like that more. I yeah. Your viewer demands, your single <laughs> viewer demands more Undertale. Well, okay. Um, if you donate... To my coffee uh, donation page, it'll I gave you a, a video game. <laughs> I literally sent you a video game. You sure I love did. how all of Nathan's friends are basically like, if you give me money or give me an incentive to do stuff for you, I'll be your friend for a while. Yeah. And then they don't do it, Connor. I, uh, I'll be honest. I was, uh, I was writing down some lines the other day. I have thoughts about it. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but it's, it's dead. It died. It doesn't it even died. exist it's anymore. Dead. And I think we could talk about that. We'll uh, we'll talk about that in the future, though. Okay. So Okami. Either of you like Okami? I liked Okami. I yeah, Okami is a good game. Yeah, it's coming to the Switch, which I'm excited about. I really hope they use the uh, the control, like the because because you have to use paint brushes to to do different things. I'm presuming they're going to have touch screen controls on that when in in handheld mode. Uh I'm I'm excited yeah, for it. Yeah. I like it. And I it I remember now. Yeah, it does it does have touch screen when you're in handheld. Awesome. And you have to use the Joy-Con motion controls whenever you're in uh whenever you're not in handheld mode. No. Yeah. No. Instead of just using the analog stick like on the fucking PS2. No. That's bad. That's a bad thing, Aroa. Uh, Sushi Strikers looks awful. Like a fucking waste of everyone's time. Yeah. Octopath Traveler gets a release date, official name, and collector's edition. So Octopath... (laughs) Octopath Traveler... I'm tired of hearing about it. (laughs) Just just release it or shut up about it or whatever. I I don't... 
Let me yeah. say. Let me say Octopath Traveler is is that's the the Squeenix game, right? Yes. Right? Yeah. I wonder why you with your company with such good relationships with Squeenix would be so positive of it. Huh? Uh, do you have some agenda with this podcast? That's what I, I, I say your piece about it. I th- like Squeenix sometimes. And so hopefully it's a one of their good games and not one of their bad games. Squeenix doesn't make good games anymore, strong opinion on the <laughs> Entertainment Podcast. They do sometimes. They used to make good games. They used to make yeah. great games. <laughs> and then they're soft with a little Enix, if you know what I'm saying. It's like that one, uh, the scene from uh, one of the first like six seasons of The Simpsons where he's like, what happened to you? You used to be cool. And that's that's how I feel about Square Enix. I'm just like, come on, man! You used to be cool. I'll st- uh, I'll still keep buying your games, but you suck. All the games you make now suck. So here, anyway, have more uh, money. Yeah, can here we, have more money. Can we tag Square Enix in this podcast? Just no, maybe maybe they, maybe they need a wake up call. Maybe no, we'd be they, doing the world a favor. They, they don't care. Now the last one. I I would for some reason I see Aroa liking this game series. No more hero. No more heroes. Do you like that series, Aroa? I do. Okay, I don't know why. <laughs> I just I pegged you as somebody who would like that that game series. For yeah. what it's worth, I also fucking love those games. Yeah. So they're releasing No More Heroes. Travis strikes back, or Travis strikes again, coming to slice and dice on the Switch. That's a terrible headline. Um, yeah. So are either of you going to buy this game? Because I know both of you have Switches. If one day I get friends who would be like, hey, let's hang out on your couch and play a couch co-op experience, I would probably get this. It looks, I, I just, I like No More Heroes. I, again, I'd probably wait for it to get it on sale. I definitely won't be buying it at release. But even if it's just to release the No More Heroes product, I'd, I'd like to see more stuff in the future with Travis Touchdown and crew. It if looks it, amazing. Uh, I'm yeah. sure the soundtrack will be great. They always are. If it's no more than $30... It's gonna be full I'll price, you know it. it, right? If it's full, if it's full price, it can go fuck itself. It's gonna be full price, man. Because this is not, this is very obviously not what I want out of a No More Heroes game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, it, it looks like mini games. We already got a warrior where this Nintendo Direct. That's well, true. It, it looks like it's just a beat 'em up. Honestly, it looks like a beat 'em up with like some little side things, which No More Heroes had that kind of thing anyway. Yeah, but like. I don't want that. I want I want another No More Heroes. So I have a question. Um, and my question is this. We've, we've gone through a bunch of stuff with the Nintendo Direct here. Some stuff that we like, some stuff that we don't like. Is there anything that you felt was missing that should have been in there? Yeah, I wanted to hear more about Prime 4. That's what I was going to say. Metroid. Why? Um, why was there no Metroid? I'm I'm sure it'll probably. I mean, it's probably that he said it's because they probably don't have enough ready to go like to show. But it's probably a little bit of that, or that they're waiting for something to do with E3 this year. That's true. That was that was kind of what I had in my back holster thinking about it. Yeah, E3 is in what three months now. Yeah, it's coming up. So, I. I think Metroid should have been shown off a little bit. That would have been nice. At least be like, hey, it exists. Um, Pokemon. I would have loved to hear something about Pokemon coming to the Switch. 
Has there been anything to hint that that's coming yet? Though? They said I they mean, said that they're making it. They said they're making it. It's already been confirmed. Yeah, yeah they said right. we are going to make a Pokemon game, uh, like a main series Pokemon game for the Switch. But then, ever since then, they haven't said anything about it. Um, I would have liked to see uh uh Halo. Uh, something about Halo on the Switch that would have been nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was really thinking that new God of War game would look really good. You know, yeah, playing it on the train on the work in the morning. Yeah, it would been nice because the Vita's dead. So, I get... haven't touched my Vita in months. I keep telling uh, there's a friend of mine because because games keep getting released for the Vita, but you know it has no no support from Sony at all anymore. Yeah, I think most of the games that get released on there are games from Japan anyway, aren't they? Yeah, like when Cat just all weeb games. Cat Catherine was released and it was released on, on Vita and stuff, and I was just like, the Vita's dead, and he's like, I'm getting so many games for it. I'm like, it's, it's still dead, man. Like so Sony doesn't support it anymore. So You and fourteen other people. Yes. So anyway, uh that's our podcast for the day. It's been about an hour. Um where can we find you, Aroa? I'm on Twitter at Aroa, and on Twitch at Aroa1337, and on Hello. YouTube at same thing. Uh, what about you, Connor? You could find me, Connor, at Twitter, at Reeton. You can okay. find me at <laughs> Twitch, at Reeton. <laughs> you could find me on Mixer, at Reeton. Uh, you could find me usually in your local elementary school. No, 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 no. I don't know why I'm so mean to Reeton. It's uh, bad. You can find me at cyberpunk underscore monk. Uh, that's that's all I want you to know about. Everything else is private as far as I'm concerned. Uh, okay, as um, as Connor not said, so social networking as I like to refer to it as. As as Connor said, you can find me everywhere at Reeton. Also, note that this week I was invited to join a mixer team called The Shed, which is actually a really oh. good team. Oh, um, so and that's the team that Parallax Abstraction is a part of, who has helped him uh, immensely in in not only getting new subscribers or or, or new followers on Mixer, but also. Just getting people to play with and uh, and creating kind of a schedule for himself that has made it so he's streaming at least you know three or four times a week instead of streaming randomly like like him and I and I'm presuming both of you do as well. So I'm really hoping that uh, you know this goes well and they're they're a great team. So they they seem like a bunch of nice people. Yeah, anyway. I'm pretty excited for you. I hope you play better games than you usually do. I play Persona. That's a good game. <sighs> I played Splatoon. That's a good game. I actually haven't played any Splatoon yet, so I can't have an opinion on that. You should get it. We could play together on the mm-hmm. Switch. But I'm not a kid and I'm not a squid. I have no business playing that. You're also not a 15-year-old Japanese boy, but yet you're playing Final uh, Fantasy Twelve. Yeah, not last time I checked it. Okay, I see what you're doing there. You're making a funny. You're making a laugh. I'm making a joke about Vaughn because he's awful. Tell, tell you what, let's um, let's do what we always do. You buy it for me, I'll and then you don't you. play it, and then you don't play it. Okay. Thanks everyone for tuning in. It's been a week.
So uh, anyway, thank you guys for being here. I will see you guys, one or both of you, next week. Bye. Bye. So what? We watch anime.